Welcome to Mysteries, Myths, and Legends. I'm Taylor. I'm Savannah. And welcome to the show. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Um, today, today is a good day. Today <laughs> is a good day. Today's a, actually, it's a great day. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So, you know, today after work, I, I actually left work a little bit early just because I wanted to mm-hmm. um, <laughs> um and then i i made my way over to the humane society Love and that. i was like i'm gonna just i'm just gonna go look at the cats mm-hmm. and then 20 minutes later um i got one <laughs> so <laughs> yay guys we have a new assistant yes love her um, um she's unnamed <laughs> yeah yeah at the moment she what does not really have a official name you but gotta, i you know. will I'll announce it next week. For so. sure. I mean, you know, you got to see a personality before you name a cat, you know? Exactly. Because yeah. I feel like I've always had, like, when I get pets, I, like, pick out a name, and it just doesn't fit them, you know? Yeah, yeah. It happens. I think mm-hmm. it took us, like, two full weeks to name Juju. Yeah. So, see. and I mean, his name is Juju. It's not that complicated. Yeah. It's hard. It's a lot of responsibility. Naming a pet. It really is. It's like, you want to make sure it, like fits and Mm -hmm. it doesn't sound that crazy (laughs) exactly see i kind of like the crazy but (laughs) yeah i know the crazy ones are fun but they are you know you want to make sure it has a good nickname qualities you Mm -hmm. know oh 100 percent so Mm -hmm. 100 percent. but you'll have to post her on our instagram so you guys can see our new little assistant yes i definitely will i can't wait guys i'm going to meet her this weekend and i'm going to scream Oh my god, I'm excited for you to come. I know. Two weekends in a row, baby. I know. I was just gonna say, like, we need to recap our, our past weekend. Guys, we had a big last weekend. Uh-huh. Big. Yeah. So so we went to two different houses that we covered on here. So mm-hmm. I mean last week I covered the Bergwin Wright house and we went there on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um and that one it was really it was cool seeing it, but I feel like we didn't really have any haunted experiences there. Yeah, it was really cool. I mean, like, like not the coolest house I've ever been in, for sure. But to be as old as it is, like, the oldest in Wilmington, guys, yes. that nice is extreme. I mean, that nice. That house is extremely nice. It is. Like, it is. I can't. I it's Okay, so it's like a party house. They didn't actually live in the house, mm-hmm. which, ugh, bougie. That's goals. I want a party house. Honestly, um, Yeah. <laughs> It's literally five steps away from all of the bars and all the fun in Wilmington. Like, goals. Another goal. Um, it's crazy. It was so crazy. But no, nothing scary. But the one thing that was kind of scary was, like, where the old jail was. There was, like, a hole in the floor to, like, show, like, where it used to be. Because if you remember, I said last week, there aren't really basements in Wilmington. Because it's, I live in a beach city and it floods. Mm-hmm bad so like basements aren't really allowed so when you said the jail was in a basement i was like hmm interesting but there was a basement and we could see like a little part of it and that was pretty creepy i would not want to be in jail in in that basement yeah yeah definitely not (laughs) so creepy Um, it was it was cool otherwise like thinking about how it used to be Mm -hmm. there you know yeah because the we did the night tour um and we need to go back to the day tour for one. Definitely. But, um, the night tour, they had, like, it was all lit by candlelight. I mean, they were, like, fake candles, but the same amount of light. And it was yeah. so dark. It's like, people really lived like this. The fact that like, they it was like that. <laughs> like, they can't see anything. Yes. At yeah. all. And then they still stayed up all night. 
literally like at parties and, and like, stuff. Guys, there weren't even street lights. Like there was light coming into the house from like downtown, as I'm saying. Because yeah. obviously there's street lights, there's like signs and stuff, but like that wasn't a thing back then. Yeah. So it was even darker than when we were there. Which mm-hmm. is just mind boggling because guys, it was dark. It was real dark. Yeah. Yeah, it made me feel grateful for all of the, the light we have now mm-hmm. and stuff. Oh, I'm so. so thankful for light for real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we also, we got to see the Latimer house that mm-hmm. Taylor covered. Yes, we sure did. And I knew the house was going to be creepy, but I didn't think it was going to be that creepy. Honestly. Yeah, see, this one was creepier. It was definitely. Yeah. And like, because we went to the Bergwin Wright house the night before and it like nothing happened at all and it was not scary at all. My, my hopes were low. Yeah. For, I yeah. mean, like they were a little bit like high for the Latimer house just because I knew the background. Mm-hmm. But after the Bergwin, I was like, mm, Maybe nothing will happen. But boy, was I wrong. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We start out, okay? We park our car, whatever, and we're walking to the house. And I knew where the house was. But when we walk up to it, like, all the lights are off. There's not really cars there. And there's nobody there. So we're like, what's going on? Like, there's no way it can just be us, right? Like, only us. There's no sign or anything No sign. Like, I thought there would be a sign saying, come in. Right. No direction. No, 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 nothing. Literally nothing. So just picture me, Savannah, and Garrett just walking around this haunted house. Like, it felt like we were trespassing. We were just walking all around it. Yes, trying to open every door, every window, like every everything was locked. Yeah, that scared me too when it felt like we were trespassing. <laughs> Dude, I didn't even care about the trespassing. I was like, I think we're going to get stolen and murdered right now. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Cause, yeah, it felt like it was like a fake thing. Because we're also like walking around this really old house. Like there's a slave building, like what used to be the slave building right there. I'm like, this just feels wrong. Yeah. So automatically my gut feeling was like, mm, this ain't good. Um, turns out we were just there 30 minutes early because the time online was wrong. So that's yeah, why. See, which didn't really make sense because nobody else was that early, but apparently everyone got the same time. So Right. That was a whole weird mix up that I just don't even know how that happened. Yeah. Yeah. There so, was some sort of mix up and we were there early. Yeah. So, so but had, because yeah. we were there early, we, they just like let us in, locked us in, first of all. Not just let us in. They let us in the basement and locked the door behind us. So we were stuck in there. And we sat in this little weird basement room that was so creepy. The lighting was so weird and yellow and like it was giving the back rooms, if you know what that is. Yeah, yeah. Um, And we were sitting right beside the kitchen with that table that, if you remember the episode, that was used like as like the morgue kind of like where they chopped up the bodies and stuff yes wait what what episode was it again um it was episode 53 if you want to listen okay. to it and that's a really good episode so i recommend everybody needs to go listen to that um but yeah so i got a, i think i did snap a couple pictures of the table so i hope maybe we'll remember to post those um for this episode but no that yeah it was just so creepy but do you want to tell them what else happened savannah Yes. So, um, this was also a night tour as we were, as you just said. Um, and it was basically like the same sort of premise. Like they were like the other house, it was lit by candlelight. Cause that was the lighting back in the day. Uh, but for the Latimer house, it was sort of imitating gas lighting. Mm-hmm. So a little bit more light, but still pretty dim. Yeah. Um, and 
the lights were on like dimmer switches so it could be brighter and darker and as the tour guide was talking um the lights started to dim like and almost fully off dim. yes like when i really say dark. dim i mean pretty much dark yes and then he actually stopped talking and he was like um do you want to fix that to like his assistant or something <laughs> yeah so that tells me like that wasn't supposed to happen. And then like when she tried to fix it, she like I saw her like push up the dim like the dimmer like to yeah. turn the light on, and literally the light did not change at all. And I was like, yeah. um, my heart went right into my butt when that happened because <laughs> yeah. I was like, um, and the way he was acting, it was like that was not planned, that was not supposed to happen. It was weird, but I was like, maybe they're just tricking us, you know? Mm-hmm. Like just maybe. And then it just proceeds to happen. Like, every now and again, some rooms, it's happening. And so we asked him at the end. We were like, yo, what's up with these lights? Yeah. And he was like, I don't believe in ghosts. I think it's just yeah, the electricity. Yeah. And I was like, sir, that. I don't know. But the other tour guide was like, oh, maybe it's little Zebby. Like, talking yes. about Zebulon Latimer, who built the house and was, like, the head of the house. Uh-huh. And she was like, yeah, maybe it's just him messing around. And I was like, um, okay. It was and, so scary. Okay. And also, every – so – I think three or four of the rooms we were in, we were only in, well, we were only in four rooms, Mm -hmm. but. Well, like four rooms upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. All of the rooms, every one we went in dimmed and the one next to us wouldn't. Yeah. So once it happened in the first room, I was like, maybe it's a scam. So when it happened in the second room that we were in, I made sure to like look at the other rooms to see like if all of the lights were doing it. Cause I was like, you know, I need to see. If it's really happening. It was not happening in all of the rooms at the same time. It was only happening in the rooms where we were standing. Yeah. And nobody else was in the other rooms. Mm-hmm. So. And, okay. I and I like looked over at. Because like there were other tour guides in the back not talking. They were just there. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Just there. Um, and I would look to, to the light switch to make sure it oh, wasn't them trying to creep too. us out. Me and too. nobody was touching it. Nobody, nobody was, was touching it. it. Nobody was even near it sometimes that it was happening. Uh huh. So like, it definitely was not a person doing that. So maybe it was the electricity of this house. Maybe it was a ghost. I don't know. Personally, I don't think it was the electricity. I think that was real weird. Yeah. Really, really weird. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's our little haunted experience. Yeah. Because <laughs> that, um, was, that was so it was creepy. Yeah. But we're gonna was. have to go back to that house um during the day too. Definitely. Because these night tours were fun, but they don't show everything. It's not actually so. even a tour. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, I guess it is. But, like, we didn't get to see all of it. So right. mm-hmm. we will definitely be going back. And maybe we'll have more encounters, which is scary to think about going back to that one. Um, I know. Yeah. We also um, got some candy. <laughs> oh, over we the did. Weekend. Yeah, we We did. found this, like, candy store that had every single kind of candy you could ever imagine mm-hmm. and boy did we get candy mm, love yeah. that for us yeah and we wanted to go back um because we had limited time when we went yeah and then when we went back they were closed and so. they weren't even supposed to be closed rude yeah so rude unfortunately no more candy for us it's okay our teeth didn't need it yeah honestly i have way too much candy here. <laughs> for i have so much candy it's really so we tried funny. we tried some pickle flavored taffy. taffy guys yeah sickening i didn't think it was that bad yeah savannah didn't think it was bad garrett liked it he said he would eat it again 
Me personally, absolutely not. I thought I couldn't even. I couldn't swallow. Yeah, it. you you spit it out. I couldn't. It, I tried. I really did try. <laughs> Ew! It just. Mm-mm. I don't mm-hmm. know. Something about like the taste plus the texture was not. It was not <laughs> it. I don't even like a soggy pickle though. So I, like, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I don't know if it was like crunchy taffy. Maybe it would have been different. Crunchy <laughs> taffy. <laughs> I don't know. Disgusting. Okay. But if you would please go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify per usual but mm-hmm. other than that i don't really have anything else for intro topics what about you okay yeah i can get started let's um, do it so this week i have something a little bit different um Ooh, it's unusual. somewhat yeah it's like a it's a mystery we'll put it in that category. okay on one hand i'm happy <laughs> on one hand not there's some <laughs> sort of there's some sort of solution to it though all right um sort of so this is the story of the golden apple tail which is an armchair treasure hunt okay do you know what an armchair treasure hunt is (laughs) absolutely not i didn't really know either so i like i sort of looked up the definition Mm -hmm. so i'll just read what i found um an armchair treasure hunt is a produced hunt for a treasure which has been intentionally hidden and requires the solving of clues to either physically or physically find a selected treasure um, or physically find a secreted treasure or provide a correct claim for the treasure's hunt prize. So basically somebody makes the hunt and like makes all these clues and hides something and then somebody out there like solves it and finds it. Okay, that sounds like a treasure hunt that I want to do. Like, if I know something is, like, if I know there's a treasure out there for sure, I'm so down to do it. Yeah. So, these are, um, we'll we'll do today. So, if you look up armchair treasure hunts, like, you can, you might be able to find one that you can try to do. I'm going to. Yeah. So, this one is called the Golden Apple Tale, um, and it was started in, uh, 1982, so okay a a long time ago um Mm -hmm. so this one was in the back of it was advertised in the back of magazines and interesting yeah so it was like you basically buy this book and use it to figure out where the treasure is that's cool so i have an ad here um so another thing i'm going to read word for word um so this ad was like in the back of A magazine in 1982. So it says, hidden somewhere in the United States is an extraordinary golden apple jewel made of 18 karat gold and adorned with precious stones. Within this book, clues, both visual and verbal, reveal the jewel's hiding place. Whoever solves the riddle first shall have transportation to that location paid by the publishers and become the owner of a truly unique treasure and then it like lists pricing for the book all right now if i saw that i would buy it immediately (laughs) i know see like it seems like fun right it really does um so basically this treasure you know you get the book and it could be anywhere in the continental u.s okay so you just have to figure it out but Mm -hmm. it honestly i i looked at the book because it's it's available as a pdf so i read it it's not that long um but really the clues and stuff it's like a story so it's really hard well 
it's yeah. hard to of, figure out. Of course. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have to imagine there's only one golden apple. Yeah. So, like, like they have to lot. make, they kind of have to make it hard. Mm-hmm. And the picture of the golden apple made it look more like a necklace. Oh, that interesting. That has, like, an apple charm. So it's, like, really small? I think so. Hmm. But it, I think it's hidden inside, like, a golden apple, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Um... Yeah, so basically this this book, um, this book actually didn't sell a lot, unfortunately. Mm. So not many people wanted to solve the the prize, solve for the treasure, you know. So, yeah. um, and because of this, the book is very rare. There's not a lot of physical copies, but there is a PDF, like I said, um, and it um, it's 32 pages. So not that long. What? That is so crazy to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the book, it is written by a man called Cam Caskin. And that's actually a pseudonym. So that's not even his real name. Mm-hmm. So nobody really ever knew who wrote it either. So that's part of the mystery, I guess. You know, Even more of mystery, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this mystery, um, this little armchair treasure hunt it sort of faded away because people weren't interested in it at first and then it resurfaced on the internet in like the mid 2000s because people started getting into them again and they're like oh this one like was never solved so let's go back to it you know yeah so i actually um when i was looking stuff up for this um there's see it's hard to find sometimes it's really hard to find information on stuff like this yeah but sure. there was a there's a podcast that i found called live from the code bar so i'm gonna shout them out i guess Shut <laughs> um, they basically talk about armchair treasure hunts like this one um puzzles escape rooms like mystery like that kind of stuff that's cool i want to listen yeah and i um, sounded like that they have a group online that, like, they all come together to, like, solve these things together. That's so fun. And help each other. So, that's, yeah. I'm joining. I, honestly, like, <laughs> it could be fun. Why am I like, let's solve an armchair mystery this weekend? Like. It's really I, not that simple. But in my mind, yeah, it's like, not, it is. Like, it, <laughs> in a weekend? No, probably not. Definitely but, not. <laughs> okay. So, from this podcast, though, I got a lot of good information um so but if you want to go listen to them i'll link that episode below um i i listened to it um i have a youtube link for it so love it um yeah um so the golden apple tale in the book there's like a story and some illustrations um mm. and well story and illustrations in only a 32 page book that's kind of crazy and it's yeah. supposed to be, like, this extremely nice treasure. Hmm. That makes me know that it's extremely hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it seems really hard. Because when, when I read through it, I was like, how are you supposed to get clues from this? <laughs> it's like, giving, I, I would know. get frustrated so easily and give up so fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I can link that. I'll link that below, too, so you guys can go and look at it. Yeah. Um, and I'll send it to you, Taylor. Yay. Because it's, it's just interesting because, like, yeah. You just have to, like, read between the lines and, like, look at the pictures and stuff and see what's hidden in them, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. even know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So I have, 
Um, okay, so more about the book. Um, on the pages with, like, the illustrations, there are poem verses that are, like, sort of out of order. And the verses, like, need to be put into order. So that is one step in it, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and some people online, like, have them in different orders, like, what they think it's supposed to say, you know. Mm -hmm. And... Um, on the pages without illustrations, so it's sort of like is all interwoven in between. Yeah. But, um, on the pages without, there are like there's like a story. So I'll I'll sort of summarize the story. It's kind of long though. Well, I mean it's not. We have time. It, yeah. <laughs> um, you're right. Okay, so let's start this story. So, um, the story follows the Donleg family. And they have an orchard. Um, they sold apples and cider, and they were, like, the best apples and cider in the whole nation. You're making me want apples and cider. Honestly, me too. <laughs> I might actually have some cider in my fridge. Mm, I don't. <laughs> mm, tragic. Tragic. Uh, so one night, the family, they were all sitting inside with a fire going in their fireplace. And the father of the family, they um, told told them the legend of the golden apple Ooh, the legend of the golden apple yes so so it's sort of a story within a story so the story like the legend of the golden apple goes like this uh so the father's grandfather um so like the great grandfather to the sons you know if you're mm -hmm. following yeah um willis his name's willis, willis. he <laughs> he's the one who started this apple farm their, their family apple farm. Okay, Willis. Mm-hmm. So, one day he rode out near town on his horse, and he saw two men beating up a Native American. Ugh, I hate it already, thanks. Yeah, yeah. So, he, he yelled at them. And As he should, Willis. Yeah, he got them to leave him alone. He, sh he got them away. Um, and after they left, Willis went to see if the Native American was okay. Aww. And in the book, they say Indian, but I'm just going to say Native yeah, American. Yeah, thank because, you. Yeah. Thanks for that. Um, so he was unfortunately badly beaten, um, mm -hmm. but Willis saw that he had some markings on him or like on his clothes or something. So he, he saw that he was a Sioux. Or mm -hmm. That's how you say it, right? Yeah, Sioux. Yeah, Sioux. Um, so he brought him to the tribe because he knew, you know, where they were. Mm-hmm. And just dropped him off, and then he went home. Wow, he's great. Yeah, so he helped him out and went home. So two days later, after this, um, after he, you know, left this guy, the Sioux chief actually shows up to his house. Mm. Uh-huh. And at first, he was like, why is the chief here? This is weird. Yeah. But he was coming to thank him. That's sweet. Yeah, so he he said, thank you for saving my son, because I guess that was his <gasps> son. Snap. Yeah, so it's even bigger, even bigger of a yeah, thank you. Like yeah, like huge. Yeah, and he, he left a gift for Willis. Aww. So the chief put a medallion on the branches of one of the apple trees, and he said, now your fruit will be abundant. You're lifelong. That is so cool. Yep. 
So after the chief left, he went to inspect it and it was a golden apple medallion. Ooh. So the golden apple. The golden apple. Uh-huh. So he said to his wife, well, let's just keep it here and sort of see what happens. Because he's like, because at first they were like, well, should we like take it off and try to sell it? Because it looks like it's worth some of money. Course. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but they're like, no, let's just let's just see what happens. So, the months and years to come, um, after that, and, like, weeks, like, yeah, like, right after this happened, the fruit that came off of their trees was amazing, and the orchard was so incredibly successful. Oh, yay! Yes. So, this actually turned it into the most successful and, uh, the best apples in the country. What? No way. Yeah, so just like I said before, like, how they, they have the best apples and the best uh, cider in the whole mm-hmm. country, this is why. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I believe it, too. See, that makes me want to taste it. I yeah. want to taste it so bad. I would do anything. Wait, where is it? Did, did you say? No, it didn't say. Dang. We got to find it, remember? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I guess near a Sioux tribe. Um, True. Hey, you know what? There's some in North Carolina. Hmm. I think. Maybe I'm wrong. (laughs) Maybe I'm wrong about that completely. I feel like, isn't Sioux Falls a thing? It's definitely (laughs) a thing, but where is it? That's the question. You know we're not good at geography. North Dakota. Oh. South Dakota. One of the Dakotas. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, we don't know. (laughs) Okay. A little bit more to the story. So, uh... The there's another family, the Macintosh family. They lived a few miles from the Dawn Legs, and they were another farm, um, that also had apples, and they were really really jealous of the Dawn Legs because their orchard was way better than theirs. Mm. Sorry, not sorry, Macintoshes. Exactly, jealousy. You know, jealousy is a sin. So. Yep, sure is. Yeah. So. The Macintoshes, they made most of their money on their other crops, like potatoes and corn, but they were still jealous of the Donlegs because they, they just wanted to have the best orchard. They're like, we don't care about our other crops. They're like, we just, wow. we need, we need to beat them. You know? Wow. Yeah. Rude. Yeah. Honestly. So they, and they also knew of the golden apple story and why, why their stuff was so good. Oh no. Cause everybody in town knew about it. Oh no. Mm-hmm. So of course they came up with a plan of to, they did. to, you know, just, just do something to them. Mm-hmm. So their plan was that they would go into the orchard late at night with a ladder and a lantern and find the golden apple. See, they're so stupid for that. <laughs> they are so stupid for that. <laughs> Why? I just feel like that's dumb. I would never mess with anything like that. Because um, obviously yeah. there's like something behind it. If it's making like all these crops really good. Like that's yeah. magic I'm not trying to mess with. Uh-huh. No, that's true. That's true. See, and they sort of knew that too. Because uh, they didn't. they didn't steal it. They just moved it. Okay. <laughs> See, yeah. yeah, they were scared too. I would be, and as they should be. Yeah, so they they were superstitious. Um, so they, um, they're like, we don't want to get any bad bad luck from this, so we're just going to 
we're going to move it from one tree to another and we're going to paint it red to blend in with the apples. Okay, actually, that might be worse. <laughs> I, I feel like it might be better just to take it. What, you think, like, don't, paint don't paint it? it? Yeah. Don't mess with it? Yeah, I think not paint it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't do anything with it. I would just leave it there, but I definitely wouldn't paint it. I would at least take it. Yeah. No, I, I get you. Um, yeah, I don't know what I would do. I mean, I would probably just not do anything. But. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully I would be the one to have it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, were the, were the Macintoshers the ones who were like beating up exactly. that guy? Exactly. That's or, what I was going to say. Yeah. I don't know. We don't know. Hmm. Um, hmm, things to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay. So they, they moved, they moved it to another tree, right? And then the next day, the Dawn Legs, they went out to pick their apples to, you know, to sell them. They went to harvest. They boxed up all the apples for shipment. And they they had to ship apples to all 48 states. Oh, wow. Because, you know, their apples are that good. They got to go everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, unfortunately, they ended up picking the golden apple... That was disguised. Oh no! And boxed it up for shipment. Oh no! In one of in one of the boxes. No. That are going to all of the states. Oh, that's not what I was expecting. That's horrible. Yeah. So it's in one of them. So that I mean that's why it's it's somewhere out there in one of the forty eight states. You don't know which one. Wow. Um. So yeah, the Macintoshes they found out their plan worked and they bragged to everyone in town. Oh, wow. They're... Yeah, way to go, guys. Now we don't have any more good apples. Like, y'all are so dumb. <laughs> Honestly, I don't... It didn't say any anywhere that it made their apples any less good. So, like, it didn't really do anything. Okay, so the joke's really just on them. Yeah. No, it totally is just on them. Um, because the townspeople actually ran the Macintoshes out of town. <laughs> good, as they should. Yeah, and, and, like, they're, like, you're never allowed to come back, leave, <laughs> and don't come back. <laughs> That's, I'm so happy. Mm-hmm. And they ended up selling their farm and moving out west, and they actually sold their farm to Willis. <laughs> no, no, they did not. Yeah, so the Don Lake farm doubled in size. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. And now they had all these amazing apples on double the land. Wow. So. Yeah, jokes on the Macintosh family. No, definitely. So, um, I well, I guess that story, I mean, I thought it was long, but maybe it's not. No. Um, <laughs> so the book ends with them finishing, like, you know, because it started in the beginning of, like, a dad telling his family about this. So it ends with going back to that family and finishing up the story and they have some apple pie mm. so, you're just making ends. me hungry i know <laughs> so um so yeah that's like the gist of like the story part of it and then in the book itself like there's like little like the wordings and stuff you could pick out and be like oh is that does that mean that it could be here could be there you know mm-hmm and in the pictures, you can pick out some clues um, mm-hmm. in, like, in those little poems that I said. Um, so, yeah. Um, I don't know. There, uh, so, there's, like, this, a lot so this of is unsolved. Online. Um, 
Kind of. Okay. I, I do have a little bit more to Okay, do. okay. So, um, where is the treasure? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to know. It is still out there. We know that no for sure. Way. Yeah, since 1982. No it's still way. out there. 45 years? Or that's Nobody... not math, but like something like that. Um, 40. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's, I mean, nobody's, nobody's went and got it. Um, it was determined that the treasure is in Grand Rapids, Michigan. What? How, how is it determined? <laughs> Honestly, I don't even really know. Cause like these people, I was like listening to these people on this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And they, they somehow found the author. Like the real person? Yes. The real author. How the heck did they do that? I don't know, because his name, like, in the book is a pseudonym. Yeah. So they somehow, like, because they have a group of people working together, you know? That's so crazy. And somehow they found this guy, but they didn't They didn't say his name. They're not going to, like, out him and say, like, oh, it's him. Well, good. Right. Let's not dox the poor man. Yeah. It's probably Willis. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. But not, not me doxing the man. <laughs> it could be. Um... Maybe some of the hints were in the book, or I don't. That's even what know. I'm. I'm assuming some they got it from the book. Like they are solving these guys, the mystery. These guys are really treasure hunters. I don't know. Yeah, but so one of the one of the people on the podcast I was listening to, he actually went to talk to the guy. No way. Because he was like, "I'm gonna go." Like they they found out who it could be. They're like, "Okay, it could be this guy." And they, like, were like, okay, you go and, like, knock on his door and ask him if it's him. Mm-hmm. And so he did. And he just said, yeah? He went to the house and he's like, oh, yeah, and the house has, like, signs all over it saying beware of dog. And, like, like um, no trespassing and all the scary signs. Mm-hmm. And then... um he said, he even said that there was, like, a fake dog barking noise. What? And, like, cameras and stuff. So, like, this guy's like, doesn't want people near Yo, his house. Yo, he's got that golden apple in the house, though. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. But he, so he knocked on the door and the guy answered. And he was actually really happy that people were interested in, in his oh, story still. That's so cute. Yeah. So, he actually, like, his house was, you know, seemed, made him seem a little scary. But he was actually a nice guy. Oh, cute. So, that's good. But, um, but yeah, he, the author himself, he confirmed, he's like, yeah, it's still out there. Um, and he, um, he actually lives in Grand Rapids, Michigan. So that's why they figured out that's where it is. Because, um, the author himself, he was saying that he passes the location on a regular basis. You have to stop right now. Yeah. Savannah, I'm solving this. I want it. (laughs) I live yeah. at, or next trip, Grand Rapids, baby. Here we come. <laughs> we could, we could do it. Um, yeah, so he, he says he passes, well, actually, I have written down that he passes by it daily. Okay. So is it still painted red? I don't know. I See, I don't know if it's painted red or if it's actually gold, you know? Hmm. Wow. Okay, this it, is so I mean, crazy. To match with the book, it should be painted red, right? Yeah, it should be. Mm-hmm. Wait, this is literally the craziest thing I've ever heard, I think. I know, I know, right? Like, it's pretty cool. Um, He also, he said that he was worried about construction in Grand Rapids. Like, 
you know, messing with his hiding spot. But mm-hmm. he said it hasn't yet. Well, so. it's a really good hiding spot. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. So, I'm pretty shook right now. I mean, so yeah, so we could technically solve it and go out there and find it. Unless, I mean, I know I listened to this podcast and I think, I mean, it was pretty, it's still pretty new. So like, like, I don't think it was recorded that long ago. I don't remember the date. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, have they solved it by now? Well, let's, we're going to, you know? we have to ask them. We have yeah. to reach out to them because I need yeah. to know. I genuinely need to know. And if not, I'm going to be like, can I please join the search? Right. Because right. that, can you imagine if we come on here and just be like, hi guys, um, this week we're going to tell you how we solved the mystery of the golden apple. I know. Like, yeah. That's needed. That is needed. Yeah. That's There's so also, crazy. Oh, I also forgot to mention about the book itself. There's like misspellings and typos and stuff that's probably probably purposeful that's what i was yeah so like it could be purposeful but it also could just be it was badly written so yeah that's true you don't really know Um, yeah that's the risk you take with doing a mystery i guess yeah yeah exactly um so yeah like i feel like i need to look more into armchair treasure hunts like this because that's kind of cool um 100 also kind of want to start my own it's going to be a really that, small treasure, but... That would be cool. Yeah. That sounds kind of fun, too. Yeah, I've never heard of that before, but that's really cool. Yeah, like, I know. <laughs> what? That is just... I mean, you have just really, truly blown my mind. I, I know, yeah. Like, there's, like, just treasures like this out in the world. And that just, like, makes me... It just, like, brings me so much happiness just about humans in general. Just because it's, like, wow, we're just, like, hiding little treasures for each other. Why are we so adorable? (laughs) Right? That's so cute. There is some good in the world. (laughs) What? Like, I can't. Like, this whole time, you know, normally the stories we tell in here, we have to, like, kind of take with a grain of salt. Like, because we don't know if they're true or if they're not. But, like, this is true? Yeah. Yeah, What? This one seems so unbelievable, but it's just true. Like, yeah, wow. and I don't know how I even found this one. I think I, That's what I think I'm I saying. looked up. I might have googled like mysteries. Mysteries. I think I did. <laughs> I looked up like uns like mysteries or something like unsolved mysteries, and this came up as like top ten. That's um, so mysteries. wild. Yeah, so it's a big one. That's a real big one. Wow. Well, yeah. definitely know what really I'm going to cool. be doing later tonight. Some armchair. Why? Do you know why they're called that? Um. Maybe because you sit at home to solve it? Yeah, I guess I you, you, you kind of have to get a, a good armchair to solve yeah. one. That's yeah. what I know. Wow. That that was such a good story. Wow. Love that. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I guess moving right on along to mine, um, I guess so let's just jump into it. I have for you the legend of hugging Molly. Now, uh-huh. Hugging, but okay, we're in Alabama this week, so it's actually hugging Molly. Okay. 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 I got that country accent. Hugging, literally H U G G I N apostrophe. Okay. Yeah. So hugging Molly. Hugging Molly. Um. So yeah, as I said, we're in Alabama, and we're specifically in Abbeville, Alabama. And you know what? I just realized I did not look up how to say that, so hopefully that's right. But Abbeville, Alabama. Um. And actually, that city is the oldest in alabama so oh creepy um so the people all like literally every single person in abbeville knows this legend of hugging molly um so it actually depicts a woman by the name of hugging molly um 
as a like humongous, like giant woman, supposedly over seven feet tall. Oh, who is also as big around as a bale of cotton. Oh my god, Um, that's how they describe her. (laughs) So, yeah. So not only is Hug and Molly this like huge legend in this town and just Alabama in general, um, it's also an extremely popular restaurant in Abbeville. Hug and Molly's the restaurant. Did that come after? Yeah, it came after. Yeah, yeah. So the founder of the restaurant is a man by the name of Jimmy Rain, and he grew up in Abbeville like his entire life and heard the legend literally since he was born. So he was like, you know what? What's a great way to commemorate? this legend a restaurant fully based on the legend and i think that needs to become like a chain guys let's start like legend restaurants everywhere that's cool like right, imagine right. bigfoot cafe dope yeah like the um, the jersey devil like yeah. come on exactly like why, why the jersey devil eatery like i'm just thinking like i don't know there's so many possibilities out there mm-hmm. um so the restaurant is this family style eatery, and apparently it looks like very vintage in there, like throwing it back to the olden days. So that's cool, good vibes. Um, Jimmy, the founder of the restaurant, he said that anybody who grew up in Abbeville grew up knowing the legend of Hug and Molly. And if your mom and dad didn't want you to be out after dark, they'd tell you that Hug and Molly was going to get you, and you believed it too. That's oh, what he said. Scary. Scary. Not good. Um, so when Jimmy was asked if he really, truly, like, for real believed in the legend, he recounts the story of how his best friend Tommy Murphy actually saw Hug and Molly with his own uh, eyes. What? Oh, my God. Yeah. So I'll get into that a little bit later. Um, keep that in the back of your minds. Um, but before I get to the actual legend, um, Abbeville, the town, actually suffered a huge tragedy right at the beginning of the 1900s. So this is before the legend started, okay? It was early 1900s, and an arsonist burned down the entire town, every building, to the ground. What? Oh, Mm -hmm. my God. Yeah. And he was never caught. So literally just, I mean, killed people, destroyed everything anybody in the whole town owned. And right after this arson and the town started rebuilding, the legend of Hug and Molly was born. So we'll get into why that is a little bit later too. But, you know, just a little backstory. So in Abbeville, it said that children should always, children and everyone, but mostly children, um, should always be home before dark because there's no telling what hides in the shadows. Except for we do kind of know what hides in the shadows. <laughs> Molly. <laughs> Molly. Um <laughs> As I said, allegedly, there is a seven-foot-tall woman who is wearing all black and a wide-brim hat waiting in the shadows for you if you're out after dark. Um, See, I'm already yeah. scared to be out after dark. So yeah, like. same. Like, I don't, need, I don't even need a legend. I'm scared already. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's said that she wanders through the night in disguise of the shadows. Like, she'll hide in trees, bushes, really, literally anything that has a shadow, she's there. Um, which I hate that, (laughs) like, hate that. Don't like shadows as it is. Um, it said that she's always looking for her next victim and that once she finds her victim, she will walk up to them and give them a really big hug, squeeze them real tight. And then as she's hugging her victim, she will scream piercingly loud into your ears. 
okay, what? <laughs> but then, simply, she will just let you go. And she will carry on, and that'll be that. And you're fine, and she's fine, and that's fine. So there's not really anything that happens. <laughs> just get a big old hug and a scream, I guess. Um, okay. I mean, you know, that's just like a family reunion. I don't know. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. Wow. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, as legends go, I wouldn't be too afraid of hugging Molly at this point. Um, you know, it could be a lot worse. Yeah. No, yeah, I totally agree. I thought I thought you were going to say she, she, like, hugs you until you, like, like squeeze suffocate to death. or something. Yeah, yeah like, no, something like that. I think she's just a little angry. You know, she just, she just honestly needs a hug, and then she's just a little angry. She just needs to scream it out. Um, yeah, so the real person, the real Molly, um, is still a mystery as to, like, who she really was. Um, and there are so many different versions of who she really was. So I'll tell you some of them. Um, there's not really, like, a confirmed one that is, like, more believed than others. So I just stuck with, like, the most popular ones that I was able to find. Um, so in some accounts, Hugging Molly was a woman who lost her own child. And because of her loss, she, like, went crazy and then, like, went after the local children to avenge her kid's death. So, you know, maybe. But, like, also, okay, she's not... That's doing anything to the kids yeah. you know but yeah like avenging would in that like involves like you know killing them ki- yeah yeah like I doing mean, something bad right yeah that's <laughs> what i would think but maybe she thinks that like giving like i like maybe she just needs a hug like you know from a little kid and then she gets mad that she lost her kid and like that's why she screams in your ear yeah yeah i mean that sounds yeah, yeah sounds feasible sounds feasible i suppose but in other accounts um the real Huggy Molly was a woman who lived in town who was actually murdered in cold blood on the streets of Abbeville. And now she haunts the town looking for who killed her. Oh my God. And so like, like, she'll hug you. And like, I guess they're assuming that like she hugged the person who killed her. And then, so like when she hugs them, she'll know. And she screams Mm -hmm. in your ear because you're not who killed her. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So I, that's horrible, you know? Um, yeah see if that's true. all of these options are like something horrible happened to this lady and exactly. now she just hugs random people and screams exactly them. like either way regardless it's sad it's yeah. just sad um but can you just imagine like i just really need you to imagine you're a kid walking these streets you're like walking home from your friend's house right and you just see a seven foot tall woman in a long black dress in a huge hat and she just gives you a hug and screams in your ear? Oh, no. Mm-mm. Oh, no. I don't even care that she doesn't do anything bad. That's sick. I would throw up. I would be so afraid. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, no, no, no. That would be horrifying. Um, okay. So, a personal story of hugging Molly. Um, there was a boy named Michael who was walking home late one night from a friend's house, as I just said. And he heard something walking along, like, the road kind of behind him as he's walking. And at first, it just sounds like maybe it's an animal, like, you know, brushing through some trees. He looks back. There's nothing there. Whatever. He keeps hearing it, but he's like, it's just an animal. Um, but then he hears kind of like a shuffle on the sidewalk. So it, like, sounds closer. And so, obviously, he turns around. And he could see a dark figure standing like just barely out of the reach of the streetlight. 
Which, oh, no. No, 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 no. Not, not into that at all. Um, he said that the figure was very tall and wearing either like a really dark cloak or a dress. But he said that he didn't look long enough to really, really see what she was wearing. Which that would be me. I would be running so fast. Um, so Michael turns his back to whatever creature is standing in the shadow. And he starts speed walking to his house. He's not that far. He's pretty close. Um, so uh-huh, uh-huh. he's hot girl walking to his house. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so he, at this point, he's only one block away. Okay. He is so, he's so close. Um, he peeks over his shoulder just to, you know, see like, is, is she following me? I don't know. He, when he looked over his shoulder, he realized that the figure was matching his pace, but actually a little bit faster, like as if to try to catch up with him, but like slowly, like she's not running, but she's definitely walking faster than he is hate that yeah no <laughs> oh, no no cannot i would start that. sprinting even, dude like, i would have started sprinting like, like probably the first little brush i heard like right. i would like, never have given it one opportunity for me to see that shadow no 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 um so he decides as this little boy because we have to remember he's like a little tiny boy like 10 years old probably and he was like let me just test it so he was he would speed up walking and then he would go really slow and every time he did it this like thing would do the same thing that he did so like if he was started walking really fast it would start walking really fast if he like slow like really slowly walked and took like really long strides so would that thing so don't like that either but at least it's not chasing him i guess you know yeah but, like, oh, my God. Is he at his house yet? Like, come no, on. No, he's still walking. So, he's oh walking. He can see his house. When, okay. Once he sees his house, he goes full-on sprint. Okay. Which, good, good, finally, good, good. Michael, yeah. like, come on. We should have been sprinting <laughs> this whole time. Um, so, he runs up the steps of his house, opens the door, gets in his house, locks the door befi- behind him. He's made it. Thank goodness he made it. Um, so, quickly, as soon as he locks the door... He's the only person in the house. He goes to the window. He's like, I got to see, like, if this thing is still following me. Um, he gets to the window, looks out the window, and he sees none other than this legend he's heard his entire life, hugging Molly, walking past his house. She doesn't even stop. She doesn't even turn her head to look at him in any way. She just keeps walking past his house. And boom, never to be seen again okay. by this man. So, in my opinion, it's giving that's he's not who she was looking for, you know? I mean, true. But also, I feel like I have a feeling like this lady, I mean, she seems nice enough. Like, I don't know if she would follow him into the house. Yeah, I kind of feel like maybe she can't. Yeah. Either she can't or she just doesn't want to. Yeah. She's like, okay, fine. I'll just find somebody else if you don't yeah. hug me. Exactly. Or maybe like. Because she does like shadows. So, like, maybe she's like, this is too out in the open for me to be, True. like, giving this boy a hug. You know, mm-hmm. like, too many people are going to see me. So, maybe I shouldn't, you know. I don't know. But, yeah. That is the legend of Hugging Molly. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Molly. Molly See, girl. like, this one. <laughs> I, I'm not too scared of her. But also, like, I don't really want to come across her either. 100%. So. That's exactly how I feel. Like, she's fine if she just stays in Alabama and I don't ever see her. Cause, yeah. Like, I don't know. And also, like, I don't really know 
I just don't. I don't know. But you know what would be cool? Going to the restaurant. I would yeah. go eat at the restaurant. Yep. Apparently, it's really good food. They have really good, yeah. like, reviews. So, that's okay. funny. Okay. I was, I was going to say, it's, it's, like, I'm guessing it's, like, American cuisine. Yeah. It's, right? like, family-style American. So, like, yeah. fried chicken, probably, mm-hmm. is my assumption. Maybe burgers. You know. The typical yeah. little restaurant. Let's go. <laughs> I'm down. But, like, what if we see her? Because it's there. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's there. And now I'm, like, I bet the whole city just, like, is all about this legend. Kind of, like, Point Pleasant has, like, Mothman. Mm-hmm. Like Abbeville has Hug and Molly, yeah. Like that's cool. And like their legend is just like, uh, it's just a person though, like a really tall lady. But like, that's like know. really tall. That's not. I that's mean, true. In oh no, just even the the vision of her that I get in my head, like when I think about it, seven feet tall is really tall. That's mm-hmm. really tall. I don't know if I've ever met anybody that's seven feet tall. I mean, it is really tall, but I think that is possible. To be that tall. Well, no, it's know? definitely possible. But I've never even seen anybody like over, I don't know, 6'6", six, six, maybe? 6'7"? Six, yeah. No, yeah. I kind of, I don't think I really have Let either. us know if you're seven feet tall or close because I really yeah. just know. Like, yeah. I, would like, I would like to stand beside you, please. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you're that tall and your name is Molly. Well, yeah, or if you're just hugging Molly, if you're listening out there. <sighs> mm, I was going to say, come see me. Don't, please. I don't need a hug. I don't really like hugs anyway, so definitely don't need a hug from a seven-foot-tall ghost lady. (laughs) Um, And I definitely don't want her screaming in my ear. That's... (laughs) Okay, yeah, that part. That part. I don't like. No. Most definitely not. But definitely go check out our Instagram. You're going to want to see some renditions of Hug and Molly. And I'm trying to see some pictures of this book. Is there, like, a picture of this apple? Yes. There is? So I said... um, I told you, like, it's it's sort of like a necklace, yeah, it yeah, looks yeah. like. Yeah. It looks like a necklace with, like, an apple charm. See, I can't wait to see it. So definitely it has, go like, look at our little, Instagram for that. little gems on it. Oh, what color gems? Yeah. Like red. I mean. Yeah. I'll, apple. I'll I should have guessed. <laughs> yeah. Love that. But, yeah. Um, also. Let me see, actually, if I can send it to you. You can keep talking. But Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, please go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, mm-hmm. And if you're listening on Spotify, we also post like little questions or polls. So just scroll down like on the listening page and you can vote. We always have a fun little question. And if you're not listening on Spotify, um, listen on Spotify. Just kidding. Listen <laughs> wherever you want. I just am a Spotify stan. Personally. Yes, exactly. We love we love Spotify. Yeah. But let me let me send you this picture so you can react in real time. Yes. <laughs> we need my real time reaction. <laughs> um, I really... I feel like it's not going to be what you imagine, but... Oh, okay. It's way bigger than I thought it was going to be. Um, oh, and it says... It's, that's pretty much the actual size, too. That's way bigger than I thought. Well, who knows how big this was, though, because, you know... Oh, yeah. No, I know what you're saying. Like It's 92% actual size. It says that on there, but that's in the printed version. Mm-hmm. So. Wow, okay. But, so I can describe it. It's like a little pendant. Okay, what I was imagining was like a gold, fully gold apple, like a literal round apple. This oh, is yeah, more yeah. like an apple slice. Yeah. Yeah, it's an apple like cut in half. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it has like, yeah, it does have red jewels. Honestly, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's cute. Wow, okay. I'm just so curious where this could be. 
<laughs> like that is so crazy. I wonder how much money it's worth. That's what I want to know. Um, um, I mean, definitely I don't a know. lot. I, see, I don't know because it's like, is it actually real gold? <laughs> <laughs> That's the question. But I feel like it has to be. See, like, yeah, for one, it's like, is it real gold? Is it real little gems or whatever? Mm-hmm. And if it is. I like how much are they worth but then also i feel like it adds value that it's like a treasure like this yeah definitely also if it's the case that this is like some kind of magical necklace that will produce a lot of fruit i'm definitely trying to get it and i'm not selling it i'm trying to make <laughs> yeah. some money i mean it could i don't know that's just like the 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 story in the book but that could be real too i know so. it could be that's what i'm saying um i just sent you a picture of like the cover of the book too that was sold oh Okay. Ooh, the golden yeah. apple tail. And that is really rare as well, the book. Wow. So that's that's probably worth a lot of money. Oh, that's definitely worth a lot of money. That's so crazy. I really can't. I cannot move past that story. It's really going to stick with me. Like, mm-hmm. where is this? We got we to go to the... Where is it? Michigan? We got to go. Yeah. We got to go. Michigan. I'm on the way, Michigan. I know somebody that lives in Michigan. Oh. One step closer. <laughs> yeah, Anyways. Let's yeah, let's go. I guess we're going to go to Michigan. Just kidding. Maybe soon, though. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Anyways, I guess that's pretty much all I have for you guys this week. What about you, Savannah? Yeah, that is all I have. Okay, well then, I guess we will see you guys next week. All right, cue the music. <laughs>